nothing. Welcome to Two Bros in a Bra. I'm Mac. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And today we're talking about the Enneagram. What's up? Uh, I I don't, you know, I like when podcasts start like that, but also don't, because it kind of just immediately takes you out of the... When they start with what they're talking, like, they they literally... Well, it's just like, I really like podcasts that are like... Go with the flow. Go with the flow. But I do like structure. Like, sometimes when there's, it's completely go with the flow, and they end up talking about... Random crap. You know, yeah, something, or they just start talking about, like... Something I, I can't really think of it. They start talking about like race cars for forty minutes. I'm like, this isn't really geared towards a wide audience. But also, I get the appeal. But um, I do like some structure. But when they're like, we're gonna talk about this, it just feels kind of forced. But we were talking about this before, the enneagram. Mm-hmm. So Savannah, so Savannah and I took it. We didn't take the real one. Yeah, because you had to pay $12 to do yeah, it. Yeah, you had to pay $12. So. It's the R-H-E-T-I test, which is like the actual Enneagram Institute test. Just to like get this out here, though, I'm not a huge believer in personality tests. Yeah, I, I will think, say, I though. stupid. I will say, though. To be honest. I I'm really like one them. Right now, but this I one, stupid. I kind of started to like, at least I think it could be a good... Like, conversation starter? Yeah, That's conversation. About all they are. Well, also, it's opinion. also, I do think it makes you understand yourself a little bit more. If you, you know, you take it, you answer the questions right, and you like find some relatability. I mean, you probably can. Like, the way the Enneagram works is like there's like nine personality types. And yeah. I mean, is there really that many other? But you can also be like a mix, or they're called like wings or something. Yeah. But Taylor's taking it right now. Yeah. But we can talk about ours. Yeah, Savannah, do you go wanna, ahead. Do you want to pull up your, like, the... You have a score? I don't have a... What we should do... Work. What we should do is we should read off... Does it spit out multiple numbers and then, like... So it gives you, one? like, a whatever... It works off percentages, so it's like a, a pie, kind of. So I was, like, 98% mine and then 94% another one. But it just takes the top percentage mm. and tells you that's who you are. Okay. So should we, like, explain what one through nine are and then just and then say what we are? I always finish my chores. My gosh, this is like it's going to come back and it's like you are number 12 sloppy. (laughs) (laughs) Like just you're you're a dunce. Um, (laughs) So number one is the reformer or the perfectionist, the rational, principled, purposeful, self-controlled type person two is the helper the caring generous people pleasing and possessive person three is the achiever success oriented driven blah 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 (laughs) four is the individualist um, expressive dramatic self-absorbed temperamental five the investigator uh, perceptive innovative secretive and isolated the loyalist, number six, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Seven, the enthusiast, spontaneous, distractible, scattered. Um, eight, the challenger. Wait, say seven again. Say, read off seven again. Why? Because I just feel like it sounds like Taylor. Say it again. What was it? 
Seven, the enthusiast, spontaneous, oh, versatile, distractible, and scattered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take the over scattered, on seven. Scattered's a good word. Um, eight, the challenger, <laughs> self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. And nine, the peacemaker, uh, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. I am agreeable and complacent, but I'm not sure if I'm like a peacekeeper. Like, I, I, I think that would be stupid. Eh, I don't know. Seven I mean, nine sounds right. I'm definitely agreeable, I think, most of the time. But oh, then there's yeah. some times where I'm just like, nope, nope, disagreeing with everything. Nope. <laughs> Johnny Unitas is the best quarterback of all time. Stop <laughs> talking about sports. No. But, you Stop. know, like, I'm just like, yeah. Okay, well, do you want to say what yours is first? Yeah. Hey, you want to just... I don't even like to. You want to come out in public and just say that you're, like, an annoying jerk? I, that's what it is. It's basically what it comes down to. It's like... <laughs> So you want to know what number I am? <laughs> so my number really represents, like, just being good at everything. <laughs> basically what it is. Where it's like... No, it's like being so like I'm dramatic, compulsive. Yeah, like, basically. Yeah, you're just Go like, ahead. Say what yours is. Well, okay. So when, so when you take it, at the end when Taylor gives it, it's going to give you, like, percentages, right? So I was 98% 1 and 97% 3. But well, it, I think it we should. One. I think we should just go based off of. It's the just top so percentage. close, though. I know. And I honestly feel like I'm like I have like very like a almost perfect mix of one and three is the way I I I believe. But that's what I am. If those are the worst <laughs> ones to admit to being, those are like the hardest ones to <laughs> especially say to a very large audience that you are. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, you know, you're that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the perfectionist achiever. It's terrible. <laughs> it is a terrible it's the thing worst. to admit in public. It is People so bad. Start throwing crap at you immediately, like. Well, mine's the complete opposite. It's the best one to admit that you are. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm a humble person. It's kind of. I put others first. I wear overalls. <laughs> <laughs> I do not wear overalls. I'm type two. The helper. Aww. It's true. I'm just selfless. Yeah. Yeah. You're helping Mac conquer the world because he's a, you know. I'm a perfectionist achiever. He's a a wannabe dictator. (laughs) No, dictator would be, um, there's one in there that's like, what what dictator? Look up, Google, um, Google what Enneagram type was Adolf Hitler. Oh, gosh. I'm just going to, I'm just going to give it a little search because I feel like, what was it? What was number four? Dramatic, enthusiastic, self-absorbed. Four is the worst one. Four. One and two are the worst to admit to. It's four like just a narcissist. Basically, basically. if you're a four, you want to admit to being a four. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah, because you're. Yeah, you're right. What enneagram type was Adolf Hitler? Spend time trying to. I hey, uh, folks, do I spend time trying to discover and correct my faults and weaknesses? No. I hold myself to very high hand standard. No. <laughs> I'm a natural character. Mm, not really. <laughs> neutral. We'll go with neutral. No. I want people to admire me. I don't really care. So I'm Hitler. Honest about that. Hitler was an INTJ three wing four. Oh, jeez. So he's a three? Well. If I'm honest, I feel that I'm a bit better than other people. It depends on who those other people are. <laughs> like, are those other people, you know? Terrible, or like, I'm gonna go. So he was a type three with a four wing. 
The professional is what he's. So you're a type one with a three, three wing. wing. Is the way I feel. Yes. And he's a what? He's a type three with a four wing, which is known as the so, professional. Yeah. Which they're more focused on work, success, and introspection. They are more sensitive, artistic, imaginative, and pretentious. Oh, he was an artist. A bad one, I guess. A type three with... Oh, let me look this up then. What's a type one with a three wing? I'm a type two with a six wing. How... Um, I wonder what you have to be... Like, how close you have to be for it to be considered a wing. Well, mine was 98% to... And 94%. Because I literally have one Six. point difference. I would rather follow the group than push for what I want. I think I'm pretty much, that's about that's about right. I don't think that's completely accurate, but, you know. Yeah, that's what I put, Well, then too. you can put the second to accurate. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that there's five. I hate if, like, you know. But I also, I'm, I struggle with what it's like one through five, you know, when they don't put, like, neutral as three. Because then you're like, is three neutral? Or is it like... Please just hurry up you and know, take it. It's loading. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Moment of truth. This is bad. Here's my Enneagram test results. I'm the peacemaker. Nine. Nine. Calm. That, that's bull crap. I'm not calm. You're pretty calm, You're pretty bro. calm, dude. I feel like I'm pretty like... No, dude, you're super calm. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I, I figured I'd be more like, you know. Idiot. I'm, I'm a little pissy, you know? Yeah, like politics, but you're calm yeah, in you're general. Yeah, you're pretty calm, dude. You're like, no, I just want to calm. Okay, calm read, a, read a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah, read it, read it. All right. Read the full thing. Nines are defined by a desire to live. Hold on. The, really? Hold on. Scroll down to your. You are in. No, go up to this. No, to that. What? He's leaps and bounds a nine. Look how big this is. Wait, let me see. I'm like, it's two times as big as the other ones, basically. No. Look at you, the one. His, Look at the one. He's 90. <laughs> Look at the one. <laughs> the one is like, I, I answered one of those questions, it seems like. You're 98% a nine, and you're 80% a four, which is, is your second biggest. Which but four you is that you're a sicko. 34%. Four is like you're messed four up in the head. Makes sense. It makes sense you're least the four. But wow, massively a nine. Okay, okay. yeah, read about it. Read, like, the personality traits, too. All right. So Enneagram Type 9 is calm, harmonious, accepting, cooperative, and persuasive. I'm That's not- for sure. You are so gullible. Yeah, I know. I am just, <laughs> I am just like... I'm starting to believe this Enneagram thing. I really am. <laughs> Dang it. The Peacemaker. Nines are defined by a desire to live in peaceful harmony with their environment. They want a sense of balance and calm, and aspire to be the to a aspire to a kind of homeostasis where where nothing disturbs their inner peace. They tend to be easygoing and accepting of what is happening around them, but can become resistant, willfully oblivious when something in the environment threatens to throw them off balance. Oh my God, bro! <laughs> Dude, it's true. It's true. I'm totally believing it. All hell, Enneagram. <laughs> That's tough. That wow. Is tough. I mean, Taylor's oblivious and just scatterbrained and calm. Um, Mac budgets his money oh every other man. week. <laughs> How much do you have to pay for this full report? It's you a, want the full you report? You definitely now? have to pay for it. Now oh I feel gosh, like it's nineteen dollars. Well, no. go down. They give you uh, celebrities, like famous people, um, real and fake, who are type nines. 
All right. On here. I just um, like to say Mother Teresa was on my list, so. I'm trying to figure. Who's this. on mine? It's not even on here. No they one good. Put it. There's no. There's Where no was it? Famous tonight? people. The famous. You found the famous people when we did well, it. Well, it's all right. Where'd you go to find that? I don't know. Well, uh, I'll look it up. Famous. Famous Enneagram type nines. All right. I think Oprah. I had uh, Oprah. Queen Elizabeth II. Abe Lincoln. Oh, wow. Dwight Eisenhower. Princess Grace of Monaco. Reagan. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. James Taylor. Goat. Mr. Rogers. Wow. You'd love to see it. This makes sense. This is great. Is Mr. Rogers falling for, like, you know, your mom, like, knock-knock jokes or something? Or missed me and Mr. Rogers are just, like, getting fu- getting hit with the who cares, you know? That thing. <laughs> gullible as can be. All right, so let's read. Wait, hang on. Oh. Do you have, like, the basic desire, like, key motivation thing on yours? You should. It's the same thing. Basic desire. No, no, don't go back. Don't. Oh, okay. My basic desire is to live in peaceful harmony with my environment. Mine is to feel loved. So what is four again? (laughs) So four, you're just a sicko, right? You're just like a narcissistic... It's what it seemed like to me. Like, jerk. Uh, We should take the quiz again and give the worst responses. Individualist, good lord. That's annoying. Yeah, basically it's just, I care about myself. You hate to see that. That was because I was like... I really don't care about how I, that I kind of it was a little too hard on myself in answering those questions. I feel like, <laughs> but you know, <clears throat> it's like I am Mr. Rogers, but I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, do your thing. Okay, um, so this is the Enneagram Institute's breakdown of a relationship between a one and a two. So a one being me and a two being Savannah. Enneagram, and we're in love. Enneagram ones and twos are complementary couple are a complementary couple since both offer the other the example of their own qualities. Both types are highly dutiful and are attracted to service roles and occupations. Both may be teachers, ministers, or healthcare workers. Ah, oh, Savannah, if you change your major again, you can be a minister. Then check all three boxes. <laughs> Who have long hours and many responsibilities. <clears throat> One in two couples are often professionals whose work takes them out of the house and requires the focus of their attention to be on the needs of others, not on the relationship itself or even on themselves personally. People in this kind of relationship are often unusually mature and independent and able to obtain their emotional needs from a variety of people and connections, including their professional ones. They bring high ideals, strong... We're just swooning over ourselves. They bring high ideals, strong so cool. ethical They're standards, so awesome. <laughs> and the desire to serve others to the relationship itself, keeping the relationship strong and in touch with solid values and practical perspectives. The relationship is built around shared values. Both are on path of some kind together. Two bring twos bring the nurturing and feelings that ones do not easily allow themselves. They help one soften and relax. On the other hand. Ones bring integrity, conscientiousness, can't believe I said that the second time, responsibility and consistency. They are steady, reliable, and truthful. Ones commit strongly, which makes the two feel secure and that they won't be abandoned. 
<laughs> Further, twos bring warmth, a concern with people, and a willingness to make exceptions to the rule for individuals in need. They are aware of suffering and work hard and generously to alleviate this it wherever they can. Huh? It's ones one? and twos as a couple. Oh. <laughs> okay. Twos are more... Well, I was saying that specific part where it's like they're welcoming than ones and can warm up the ones more typically reserved exterior, which most ones are glad to have happen. Now we can break down the potential trouble spots or issues. Let's go. Uh, wait, <laughs> you let's uh, wait. skip to this part at yeah, the beginning. I don't we know should, why we went through We should see if it's true or not. Okay. We can, we okay. can reveal it. Okay, here's my, I still think, here's my official position. The Enneagram test is popular because it tells us things about ourselves we want to hear, for the most part. And so, since within humans there are like multitudes of, to define someone's personality as like one thing is really difficult. Like we all have characteristics of certain things, like, you know. Yeah. But I think like <clears throat> when we see like. The Enneagram test comes back with a nine. We just look at ourselves, filtering out all the stuff that isn't like that, and just are like, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's Well, true. I do think that the ones <clears throat> that, like, were picked out for us fit us the best out and of And it does make you, like, it made me go, oh. Because it also. That makes a lot more sense why I do that. It also It's talks not like about telling your, me I'm like that. Like, I already know I'm like that, but it's just making me, like, more aware of it. Yeah. But also it, like, talks about your weaknesses. Yeah. Like, it's like... It's not always good. You could be a four. Well, yeah, but the thing is also, like, I don't like that it makes it, like, it's some, like, inherent characteristic that isn't changeable. Yeah. Just the way people talk well, about it. Well, I think it. that's why they give you percentages. Like, bruh, you're not a one. You're not gonna be a one. But you could be a four, or, or like a four on a bad day. Well, but it's basically the, what the that four is. kind of stinks. It's terrible. But hey, too. you make up with it with a ninety-eight percent nine. I'm a ninety-eight percent one, and a ninety-seven percent three. Dang. Three. Um, What's three? You made me say it again. The achiever tale. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you're you're a pretentious jerk. I'm a pretentious, <laughs> successful <laughs> achiever. <laughs> All right, here we go. Potential trouble hey, do you, spots. Are, does it really upset you that like we haven't achieved more with this podcast? Does it piss you off? No. Here's why. <laughs> because we haven't necessarily done what you need to do. Right. And we did a lot of it in a pandemic. We had to take a month off. We just now figured out editing really effectively. Yeah. And... You know, we'll be fine. We'll get there. But, but like, it doesn't, like, grind your gears a little bit? At, oh, well, you you remember that one day where we <laughs> yeah, spent... I do remember that. I, dude. <laughs> that was so funny. I know. It, it was pretty I funny. Can't, I really felt like I was going to have a heart attack. I was having <laughs> a full-blown so anxiety attack. It was unreal. So, like, here's what happened. We were at... We were having to do the podcast at a different location. We were having to set it up and take it down every, every day. Every single time. And it takes two hours to set up. Because we would have, like, problems every time. And well, so this one day tables. specifically, Mac just, like, everything was going wrong. Everything went wrong. I And, like, Mac, like, just lost his mind. It was just, it was pretty incredible. He was, like, 
I feel like you were like pacing it crap or just you know fiddling almost. Like, I, it, was, it was it was terrible. It, it was, was like like I uh, also, Mac also like gets annoyed pretty easily. So and self admittedly, I will say like I totally overreact to small inconveniences. But it's if something. <laughs> but here's the thing though, if like. If like, well, cause you're more, I got yeah. into say like a car accident, I was like safe, but my car got like totaled. I would not, I would not be as upset by that as you are. Like, as well. I would if say I had leftovers in the fridge and somebody ate them without asking. <laughs> that is the dead honest truth. Because one thing is major, and like one thing is like this is so avoidable. Right. Like it just drives me crazy. Like this. Absolutely did not need to happen. Right. Why, like, why can we not get this to record? Why can we not get this to work? Why is this light not working? Yes. Like, stuff like that, it just drives me insane because yes. it should just be inherently there and easy. Right. But it's like a tiny little inconvenience. That genuinely makes me more mad than major issues. And then I'm the person that's like, dude, it's not a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. calm down. But then when there is a major issue with you, you like shut down and get all like kind of anxious, depressed, overwhelmed. <laughs> no, no. But I'm just saying like there's there's like the yeah. difference between one and two. I think like the thing that really gets me going and like that'll that'll fire me up. It's like the uh it's probably like when there's some sort of like obvious like I think this is why like with politics it pisses me off so much when there's like obvious solutions to problems. So because of like things that people refuse to say they're like opposing those things yes so like they'll instead of being like yeah i just don't want this policy because like i have this um i I hate some group of people or like i don't want this policy because like i'm paid to basically not want this policy like that's my job yeah instead people will be like well um, if you really are looking at, you know, like, and they do all this stuff and they basically, like, lie. Yeah. It's lying because you're lying about what your convictions are and everything. That's what pisses me off. I think it's the, like, lying about, like, your purposes and what you're doing. Yeah. That's probably Just for some skeezy advantage. Off. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so, like, use, like, the pandemic as an example. Mm-hmm. The, I was so upset at people for not wearing a mask. The number one reason the number one reason was not because it was the right thing to do and they weren't doing it. The number one reason for me is because it's so easy, easy yeah. to do. It is like such a minor thing that you need to do only when you're around a group right. of people in public and you cannot do that <laughs> and you're making these impacts. Yeah. That upset me yeah. more than the pandemic. N- very rarely did the the pandemic itself, like the fact that a virus was spreading around the world and impacting the world, never made me angry. Did it get me down? Was yes. it like, I can't believe this is happening sort of thing? Yes. It was but I never like yeah. had an angry outburst <clears throat> fit because of a global thing that was diff- – it's very difficult, difficult to avoid and to control, right? right? But what – made me mad was the little things like not wearing a mask, not distancing, not going to parties, like stuff like that. Like just Don't do it. Just make the easy decision to be a better person. Like that stuff makes me mad. Right. It's not like grand scale things. Like a car accident, it's like, okay, 
let's be happy you're not hurt. You know, this especially when got insurance, this happens. It's yeah. another person's responsibility. But like, dude, you're going to eat my freaking leftover Chinese. Yeah. That's rude, man. I, I left that there with my name on it. It's weird that I'm a, it's weird that I'm a number four because like individualism is what makes me the most mad of anything because people like you're not you're not really a four though it's 80 yeah, percent. yeah but what people like people even like at powwow sometimes a kid will be like mad at us for like getting him in trouble about something he doesn't view as that big of a deal and it's like dude here's the deal your actions have consequences for other people like yeah. you don't live in a vacuum so yeah. when you make a bad decision it like it can hurt other people that are here it's not just you like, so, like, you got to think about that as you do something. Yeah. But, like, with the COVID stuff, people are, like, Cole Beasley, for example, is, like, well, uh, I'm not going to get it. So, I mean, like, he, he, and he acts like he's William Wallace. He's, like, I might die of COVID, but I'm going to die living. And it's, like, dude, no, you're going to, like, kill an elderly person living. Like, it's not about you this time, man. Like, that's, yeah. so, like, that's kind of what the most frustrating thing is for me. But, like, I don't know. I don't know how that even fits in with the nine, because the nine just seems like it's like, oh, okay, because I don't feel like I'm like that most of the time. Well, when I see you speaking about issues, you will, like, make, you will argue with somebody in the most, like, relatable fashion. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll argue with somebody, but you'll also, like, make sure to, like, listen to what they're saying, give them props to certain things, even if you disagree with it just to like keep things level, yeah. but also get your point across. And you'll notice sometimes it's good and it'll make people like respond well. But other times, if you're like arguing with the four, which I've seen this before, like they'll view you as just like soft. Right. And then just start pounding away at you argumentally. And then I get, and then I but then up. you tense up, but then like you also stay as like, you're still trying to like create a peaceful argument like you're a peaceful arguer that's what you are yeah i think part of it is also and the like, fact that you are so passionate towards social issues is because you want to have a peaceful I think system and environment true. yeah mm -hmm. that might be true but and this I, doesn't mean you're the hippie i don't think that's no, what the peacemaker no, no, no. means it's just you see like this is a basic thing that should be done. I'm going to try to convince people to do it in a peaceful way. Yeah, because I'm not like anti-conflict though. Like I, I do think I'm like because I mean it is kind of a conflict when you're disagreeing with someone, and I've yeah. done that plenty of times. Yeah, but like I think it's like I don't know how many times I've like my I literally go nah, like when someone says yeah. something and then say something because it's like you're basically like I don't know about that. Like that's like that's got to yeah, be. And you are you're you're <laughs> inserting yourself in there in a very sheep like <laughs> yeah. well, also, yeah, hey, it's like you're know. casting out bay like I mean well, have you ever thought about this whole thing well yeah. <laughs> since we're explaining why Taylor's a nine you're a one a hundred percent like a hundred percent like Mac rebudgets all the time he literally told me about his new budget <laughs> this morning at like 830 and I was like I I don't understand money. It's eight thirty in the morning. You do also have a very sharp, um, like ethical. I, I think you have a very sharp, like ethical. You view the world very sharply. I think, and so like there's like, because like a kid at powwow, like you know, do something. And I'm like, dude, we should just like freaking. This kid should sit forever. <laughs> I think we should put this kid in timeout for like. Taylor was making the case to sit a kid in timeout. 
the for entire the entire day. day. <laughs> he was dead serious. Okay, you gotta understand what the kid did was you can't say it was terrible. Okay, like what the kid did was. Or did you already tell me what, about this? What you yeah. think is okay. it's, no. You didn't tell me about it. I don't think I did tell you about it. The audience, know. what the audience. What the audience thinks it is, it's probably worse than what you're thinking it is. Because what the kid did was pretty terrible. And so, like, what I was thinking was, like, <laughs> all right, he'll never be able to do it again if he's just in timeout the whole day. Well, the other, <laughs> the other day, um, I put this girl in timeout, and she was just on my nerves. She was doing everything to get on my nerves. Like, I'd be like, sit down on the carpet, and she'd squat to where her butt wasn't touching the carpet. <laughs> Savage. I'm like... Girl. That's the challenger. Whichever type is the challenger. That's what mm. that kid is. So I'm like, come over here, sit down. And I made her sit by me. And I got up, I was doing my stuff, I was like closing down the school, and then literally like 15 minutes later, she's like, can I get up now? And I'm like, honestly, I forgot you were there. <laughs> I was like, I forgot that I sat you down. Minutes. Yeah, straight up, and I'll feel terrible. The I mean, she is, honestly deserved it because she was like kicking other kids in the face and like going up <laughs> and sitting on them. And I'm like, stop. The Just worst, stop. Mm. The worst kids are the ones though that'll come up and ask you, so they probably get off quicker than they should. Because you just get annoyed, yeah. But the ones that like are the good ones that just did something bad today. They're the ones they just that sit like, there. won't ask and they'll just sit there. And so they're you the forget, ones that it's the easy thing. to forget. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me well, and the other girl that work there, like, have to keep each other accountable because we'll straight up leave kids there forever. And it's like, okay, if you tell them to get up, you think they've been there long enough. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But I I, I just forgot that she was sitting there. Well, yeah. She's, al- she's also four, so. Yeah. And usually, I just set them in timeout for, like, like based on their age. So if they're four, they sit there for four minutes. Mm-hmm. No. She was 15 that day. Oh, yeah. Got him. Got him. (laughs) But what point are you trying to make about you wanting them to sit there the whole day? Oh, yeah. I just think, like, you're very more like, all right. I think you're collected in those situations a little better, a little more nuanced maybe. But also, like, you have a very sharp, like, ethic, I feel like. But also, like, when you're focused on something, like, you're – hyper focused on something like yeah. we were talking this morning in the car he took four wrong turns yeah i i have like that was that out of habit too, because though. i i took one wrong turn and it was just because i'm so used to just habitually getting up in the morning and going to work so i just started driving the way i go to work <laughs> that was why i took that wrong turn yeah but like he was like so just focused on like yeah talking and stuff like that that he wasn't focused on anything else i can't multitask i'm really bad at that like i think it's because it's like you're focused on one thing and i can't oh i can't multitask because like if i for me like and this this is something that makes more sense have like having taken this test is like i probably could do multiple things but in my head i'm like if i don't devote my full attention to this the world will blow up well my at least in my head it kind of will because like basically it's like if i have 100 percent ability i'm only gonna put 75 percent in this 12 and a half in this 12 and a half in this and then it's like 
I would much rather put 100% into this bubble. Right. I don't want to divert any of my attention to other things because it's just like, if because yeah. if, like, if I don't give like 100% to something I'm doing, if I care about it, like I'll have major regrets about it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't have, like, that is one thing. Like I, I do like regret things, but also like, I feel like I, I kind of plod along a little bit. Yeah. That tends to be my, I just kind of like, I'm just getting by, you know? I'm just kind of, you know, making my way. Because, you know, you don't want to ruffle any feathers. No, I don't want to, you know. And it, it ma- to you're that. such a nine. This makes so much sense. Yeah, it kind of does. But I also just think that it is just like confirmation bias a little bit. Like, it is kind of like you just start seeing this in yourself. I think that's part of it. I'm not saying the whole thing's stupid and like bunk. I am saying though that I'm still. Oh yeah, there's definitely, of course, there's got to be I'm some skeptical. Well, what about me? Well, so what's what's the two characteristics? Let me look that up. Again. The giver, selfless. <laughs> I mean, I totally. Why is he laughing? Well, it's just like it's just like the the probably the best one, honestly, because it's like the you know. Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but also can be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. Yeah, I I believe every single word of Savannah <laughs> being a two. It's like, undeniably, she's a two. I could, I could ask Savannah for anything and I'm pretty sure she would get it for me like if I was a really bad person I could <laughs> heavily take advantage of Savannah like yeah. I, I, tell me if I'm wrong here tell me if I'm wrong I mean I did tell you yesterday that if you asked me to blow your nose while you were driving I'd do it she literally said that and I was like wait whatever you shouldn't even have those thoughts like hold the tissue for him to blow his nose what if I was driving that's so gross. Dude. So gross. So weird. <laughs> that is so weird. But like, okay, let's play a little game. It's called "Would you do this for me if I ask?" Okay. If I ask you for fifty bucks, you you give it to me. You just give it to me. Yeah. What if like if for, I just said, "Can I have fifty bucks?" What if it's for yeah. cocaine? Would you ask why? No. You wouldn't ask you just why. Just Venmo me fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if it's for cocaine? And he says, "But that. it's Mac." But what cocaine. if, uh, hypothetically, what if Max got a drug problem? I mean, if you asked me... She wouldn't me, be with me if I if, was somebody who would... If you asked me for $50, I'd give you $50. Okay. Okay, how about this? I say, um, okay, I need $100 in cash. Um, I need it because I have to pay $20. I have to pay... Uh, a weird amount, like thirty dollars in cash. Debt. I'll get and I'll give you the change, and I'll Venmo you thirty three dollars. I take it. I go. I pay. I come back and I say, so I ended up spending ninety of those dollars. <laughs> what would your response be? I tell you, it was fine. Yeah, she Dude. just let me. You know how I know that? Because she's done not to me, but she's done that before with somebody. Don't even. I won't give it away. Not even. But like, like, she'll just like, just give and like never look back and like doesn't care and she'll never ask for anything. It's very. And she finds she'll get like guilt or shame or like a sense of like she's a burden if other people give her things or give her praise or offer her things. It's always like, 
She would much rather, she would give her whole bank account away before she took someone else's bank account if they offered it to her. It's weird. Yeah, for sure. There's a flop. <laughs> There's a flop. There's still a flop right there. There's a flop. Um, yeah. Oh, that was very nice that, of you. That, I mean, it makes sense. They all. I make feel sense. like all of ours make sense. They do. I believe in it, man. I at least view. I at least. I, I'm selfless. I'm, not, I'm a good person. I'm. Just, I'm just so warm-hearted. I'm so friendly. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a good person. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like if I think back to like my OO. Um. Which, I don't have to, I can't believe I'm bringing this up and I have to explain. I'm going to give a very quick. It's oh, a speech well, thing. It's a speech and debate thing. It's a speech I did. It's You can write it yourself. It has to be a persuasive speech. I did mine over altruism. And for me, when I like view altruism, the reason I'm so passionate about it is because I feel like it's something I could work on. And then also, if I have to relate it to like being a one it's again the thing like why it's so easy to like do things for other people why don't you just do it it's like that thing it's like it's just like the world would revolve so much better if you just did these tiny little things Mm -hmm. and just like were calculated in the way you treated others but then for like savannah to be it too she's like actually altruistic like savannah is like what i like if if it was like you're build if you're like building going up these rungs in your life and like you're a one now, like, who do you want to be, like, when you get to the end? Mm-hmm. It's, like, two. I would want to be a two. But, like, Savannah's already a two. Right. You know? I have nothing to like, strive for. <laughs> you peaked. Because <laughs> I just feel like there's a I'm lot of... I'm as good as I can get. There's a lot of flaws in being a one, personally. Just because, like, I hold myself Well, there's to, a like, lot of flaws in being a two as yeah. well. Because sometimes people don't need you to give Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. And they need you to not give She could to li- seriously lose everything. She could give everything away. Or she could give you, stuff to someone who doesn't need to, they need to, like, be told no. No. Oh, that's happened. Yeah. Savannah's definitely done that. <laughs> don't bring it up. I'm going to get mad. Bring it up. I'm going to get mad. But why does it... If you had to explain why that makes you mad, could you relate it to being a two? Why that makes you mad? Well, because it's taking advantage of your whole personality. Like, it's taking advantage of the good characteristics. Well, the And is it because, does a part of you do it? Like, if you're being honest, like, does a part of you give without, you know, uh, pause because it gives you, oh, this might be too deep, like a sense of worth? Like if you had to be like that was rude. Damn, but like bro. I know no, but I'm saying like, do you feel like you have like yeah. obviously you have some like self worth issues, right? I think all three Which of us I do. do. Too. I, I do too. too. That's why I want to fit no, in the group I do too. so bad. Yeah. I think that's yeah. probably why I, I, t- I do God. as well. That's yeah. why I strive for high standards and perfection is because okay, I well, want to prove I, to myself I can do this. And I do things I will good. explain. You Keep peace for your worth and everything. In but this, like, in that certain situation, I will explain. This person, so if she listens, I'm sorry. Um, haven't actually brought this up to you yet, but um, she wanted money to buy her boyfriend something for his birthday. So I gave her like thirty bucks, and I was like, "Here you go." Yeah. Because. I've been dating Mac since I was 11, 
and my family's super poor and I was never able to get Mac anything for his birthday or Christmas or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I felt like a horrible person, okay? Because he- Because you couldn't give. And his- Dude, that's-, that's his family and him would just like shower me with stuff for my birthday and Christmas and I couldn't give anything back. So I you didn't went didn't want her to go through the same thing you did. So give her $30. So I went with her. Which is fine. I went with her. Oh, you went with her to do the thing? Because she couldn't drive, I drove her there to also get the gift. This is yikes. She ended up spending Eighty dollars instead of And when they Tough got to the checkout and it rung up as eighty, what I would have done is go take fifty dollars off this. No, Savannah I have done that though. I paid eighty dollars for it, Bruh. even though she was taken advantage of. She still paid for it, dude. Now. Ugh. I don't necessarily, in that instance, I don't know if that was the right thing to do. Because you have to stand up for yourself at the same time. Like, you did the good deed. You gave her $30 that she didn't have. Which I don't think you even have to do that. You don't have to do that, but it was a nice thing we to could do. Almost, you can almost be like, yeah, this is a good time to understand that, like, just because you don't have money to give people doesn't mean you don't have other things to give, like your time. You know, you know, you right. you have self worth outside of like what you can buy someone. Right, but then, but she goes, she takes advantage. You goes fifty dollars <laughs> over the budget that, that you tough, so graciously <laughs> gave tough. her, and you still swiped your card and paid tough, for it, dude. and never made her pay. So you when back. did you realize it was going to be well over thirty dollars? Was it like throughout the thing where she's just like putting stuff in the cart, and you're like, I'm thinking this might be this might be over. Like, when was the moment where it was like... I thought you were separate during this. And that's when she... You were with her the whole time and knew that she was over as she was getting stuff and still let her? (laughs) (laughs) Taylor. Yo. Uh. Let's make the flaws of a two. That's what we should do. Well, what are the what are the troubles of a two? Um, Over generosity, the inability to say no because you feel like they won't view you as worthy after you. Like, is that what this is? Yeah, just a second. Um, Speaking of that person. Okay, so your basic fear is of being unwanted, unworthy of being loved. There we go. Obviously, uh, really uh, stems from my childhood of not being loved. Average to unhealthy twos seek validation of their worth by obeying their super, their, I think it's, I don't know what that word means. What is it? Super go? Super ego. Super egos. Why is that not that hyphenated? I, I feel like this should be hyphenated. Their super egos demands to sacrifice themselves for others. They believe that they must always put others first and be loving and unselfish if they want to get love. The problem is that putting others first makes two secretly angry and resentful, feelings they work hard to repress or deny. Nevertheless, they eventually erupt in various ways, disrupting two's relationships and revealing the inauthenticity of many of the average to unhealthy two's claims about themselves and the depths of their love. Dang, You got any repressed feelings, Savannah? You want to flesh out on a podcast? (laughs) We're going to need a four-part series. (laughs) 
now it's become a tax I got, Savannah. I, I got a list for therapists the other day. Jeez. God. But in the healthy range, mm. I'll go on. I'll read this part. It's the healthiest number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you're sure. Not, you're not. Well, you're not. You're also not like the un. You're not like the mega unhealthy too. It's not like you're just like freaking. Taylor, you don't know me, boo. Okay. Well, but it's not like you're like, you know, all the time. Well, there are twos out there who will sell all yeah, of their earthly belongings. Not. Okay, Chandler's also a two. That she took it. Yeah, she just that took makes it. sense, honestly. Yeah, I I agree with all these. Yeah, it all makes sense. I mean, bro, I, we got twosies, bro. Hey. <laughs> but that like, was weird. I, it was weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, we're cutting it. Shouldn't have done that. No, let's keep it. Oh, but God. just because it was weird. Yeah. I hate myself. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that was a good episode. We never did a. We never did an ad. I feel like we could do two a two parter. We might have to continue this next week. All right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because like, there's still a lot to talk about. And yeah, we didn't even so. do. We didn't get to. Could it be better? But you know. In conclusion, I'm a good person. So, yeah, Savannah's. In it, conclusion, I'm a sheep. And I'm. <laughs> I'm, the worst one. You're not the worst. That's one. okay. I'll strive to be and the Max best at a, being the worst. Max, a pretentious guy. <laughs> it it did give me a lot of like clarity about things. Dead serious. Well, I always I always feel like I'm selfish, so it was nice to like. And the fact that you think you're selfish is, makes gosh, you even like, more selfless. Like I'm just worried that I'm like gosh. selfish and mean. So. I do too, all the time. It was though. nice to like take that and be like, you're not selfish and mean. I mean, I'm mean to Taylor, but that's about it. Yeah, but, I do think I'm the one. Like, you know how it says you take out all your repressed feelings on someone? I'm the someone. But you just you're let it just, all loose. I've always wondered why you could just take all that. Because Savannah does that to you, and there's another person she does that to. That other person I don't think is a nine, so I don't think that they respond like you respond, and you respond well to it. I think you respond in a way that you translate into just funny. Yes. But then there's other people that Savannah does the same type. Okay, of thing it's to. only one person. Let's calm down. Let's not say I'm mean uh, to everybody. I'm not saying you're mean to everybody, but there are you're you're fake mean. There to are a few people, people like. I've seen you react like you become the. I'm going to be mean and make fun of you the entire time I'm around you. And there is a big difference in those. No, no. And no, it's, it's They know that it's not real. They know it's a joke. But I think if, like, at their core of their personality, a lot of them, I can see in their reactions and their interactions. They're like, having a hard time they're translating. They're having a hard time, like, whereas with Taylor, like, Maybe I'm wrong, but no, I feel like yeah. you just take it, and it's not like yeah. If just I hurt like, your oh, feelings, yeah, like idiot. let me know, bro. You just like, I think you were built <laughs> for, and you understand what's happening. Yes. Whereas, like, if Savannah does, if I'll be honest, like if Savannah does that to me, I'll laugh. Or if somebody like would do that to me, dunks on you. Like, I wish it didn't, but, but it hurts you. And even if I know it's, I don't, it's I don't joking, make fun of Mac. It makes me feel like. I'm not doing the best I can at whatever. Man. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, that's genuinely what I'm, like, obsessed with doing. Dude, I have like, to take it out on you because Matt can't take those jokes, man. <laughs> and it's not, he it's can't like, take I those hits, I recognize okay? it's a joke. And I'm not, this, I'm not mad at the person saying them. It's just, like. You, it goes all inward. Yeah, it's totally inward, like, oh, my 
God, maybe I do freaking suck at that. And then I get upset. Yeah. Because, like, then it disrupts everything I'm consciously doing at all times every day. Bro, I'm just glad I wasn't a four. Yeah, thank God none of us I'm really glad I was a two. I always thought I was a nine. Now you're a two. But I do see there's nines There's some nine tendencies, of course, you know. Wait, aren't you like a 97% 9 or whatever? 94. Oh, I mean. And then what on the two? 97? 98. 98. So we all got 98s on our biggest one. I do feel 3-ish, though. But I do think the parts of me that feel 3 are a result of being a 1. Like, the achieving part comes from just wanting to be good at everything. I don't know. It is weird because I do think there's a difference between just wanting to be good and like being super competitive. Yeah. Like I'm super competitive. Yes. I'm the least competitive also, like, person on the planet. And I will like <laughs> I think it genuinely you got upset yesterday when you lost in dodgeball the last time. When what was it? Was it yesterday or 2 days ago when we played prison ball? Yeah, it was yesterday. I think it it seemed we like you were genuinely uh, like for it was like it was like maybe 30 seconds, but you were just like you were genuinely like <sighs> it's, but again, to, to explain, like, it wasn't that I was mad I lost. Yes. Or I wasn't mad at all. It was, I was upset because I was in, in, I was saying to myself, man, I could have done better. Yeah. That's what it was. It's yes. like, and like, I do play that game with like real passion. Like, I really do want to win because I just can't help but be competitive. Yeah. And like, I do it in a way that's, of course, like, I'm not sniping kids and stuff. And I mean, I don't I'm. Care. I, and like I, that's why I always I always apologize to the kids I accidentally hit because I'm not like I'm going for the kids that are hard to hit. I'm never going for the easy ones, you know. Like I think it's hilarious when, when fifth graders get a kindergartner and they're like, "Get, I got you." It's like, "Good job, buddy." They're right in the front. They can't move, and they're like tiny. But like I'm going for like the kids that are hard to get, and which there are some people don't understand. Some of these fifth graders, bro. They're just small enough, and they're shifty. Well, like, third and up, it's hard. And also, like, I'm only aiming for the legs. Because you can't, yeah. Because, like, I, I don't even want to – I don't want to take the risk. Like, yesterday, I hit a kid in this – in the body and the torso, and, like, they went down crying. I didn't hit them that hard. No, I swear you didn't. I didn't. It wasn't that bad. It may have had more speed than it looked like because I went all the way around the gym and then came no, out. No, no. It's it, like a it, drive-by. It, wasn't, it was not that hard. But no, it that surprised is, them. For that, it surprised them. But for that reason, that's why I always aim for the legs. It's hard to hit those little legs, man. Dodgeball is difficult when it's like the target's so small. We also don't have, like, great dodgeballs. They're terrible. And so, like, some of them, you got to really feel out the dodgeball you, you have. Do. yeah. And Although now that we fixed them, we they're put way some, better. We put some tape well, on them, which actually makes one. them harder, and so you have to be careful that yeah. you don't like just because that one purple one that's covered in tape, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> that one. If I'm trying to get you out, I try to get that one because that, that one's a good I'm one. I'm scared of that one though because even if I'm trying to get you out, I'm afraid it's gonna curve with the weight and yeah, hit somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like tough. it did to somebody yesterday, well, the smallest kid we have. Um, I think one of the what was I just gonna say? I have no freaking clue what I was about to say. Oh. You guys made me forget. Was it the Enneagram thing? Yeah. Hmm. Why don't we talk about it in part two? I forgot. Oh, I forgot. All right. Well, we, we, we could do at least part of the next episode. It could be, I don't know, more of this. We'll see. Oh, we'll see how we I feel was going to say. Week, but I think it's a good I was going to say that I'm now. possessive. 
So if Mac just wants to hang out with Taylor by himself, I feel like I'm not loved and have a breakdown. Yeah. That I think makes I, a lot of sense. I get that a little bit, I feel like. You know, get a little... Because I want to be a part of the group. That's kind of the whole thing. I want to be part of the group, too. But also, Mac, it makes me, makes me feel more secure. Like, I've, I've learned that I like being in smaller groups because it's easier to, like, control. Yeah, I, I do. And it's easier to, like... <laughs> Because when you're in a big group, it's like Control? one person can be like, let's, like, this is what I hate. I, this, I just literally had a thought of it and it made my lungs hurt a little bit. When you're with a group of people and you have a plan, you have a plan set out. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's like, hey, we should go, one person we should change. go do this. And then suddenly, stop, do it, not domino effects. It. Mac really, Mac really likes planning. And the next thing you know, <laughs> this is Mac's ideal society. It does sound nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then it dominoes into, now we're doing this. You're like, and I'll, this is always my reaction. Why are we doing this? Oh, my God. Why? Why can't we just do the plan? Like, we had a plan. Why can't we stick to the plan? Yeah. This is insane. I'm, that drives me I crazy. Like, I do this thing in my mind where yeah, I, like, plan everything out. So, like, even at graduation... Someone told me I was wrong, and I was like, I am not wrong. And then they called me out for being wrong when I did what they told me to do. Yeah. And then I had to I had to go home, take a nap. Mac and Taylor, like, went out, had fun. Yeah, this was the practice day for graduation. Crap. And then we were coming back that night to graduate. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We, we just the best went to, yeah, I was, was just livid that someone called me out yeah. and, like, didn't. Take go exactly of the fact to that they were wrong. like I knew I was right. It was exactly my plan. Like I knew everything I was supposed to do because I'm obsessive. <laughs> and she told me I was wrong, and then called me out for being wrong. And she didn't own up to the fact she told you the wrong no. stuff. No, she was just like, uh, actually, you guys are wrong. You need to change it in front of the whole grade. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mmm. I went home and took a nap for a couple hours because I was, I was upset. I was real well, mad. I, would, I was I mean, real I, I would have reacted to that situation calmly like, oh, okay. But inside, I'd be like, oh, my God, how did I mess this up? Like, I, it would like. Bro, yeah. It would probably disrupt my entire day. No, I yeah. should have rolled my eyes at her and she retired the next year, so. Yeah. Sorry about you. Hate you were wrong. It. But you that's wrong. where you wrong. That's where Taylor and I, with the whole, like, changing up plans thing, you're the person who the person had the idea to change things. They tell you and you're like. Okay. Okay. And then I'm like, dang it! And then for like a couple minutes, I hate Taylor with all my heart. It's like, why? Because you, because I go along with. It's just like, why are you just a golden retriever? You know? Yeah. I'm like the dog who wakes up the same time, goes out to the bathroom at the same time, and has like a calculated day. We have. You're just a golden retriever. We have two dogs. You know Franklin's personality. You are Franklin, and I'm like Bo. Yes. Bo just goes around. He doesn't know how to open the front door, so Franklin has to open it for him. He just does his own stuff. You know, 100%. he's just kind of an idiot, but like he's not. He's a smart guy. He's just like a dunce. Like he just does dumb stuff. You know, but Franklin's like the like the brain of the operation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes Bo just goes out on his own. Does like that's a hundred percent right. And Savannah is like a very affectionate cat. <laughs> Like if a cat, like the closest to a dog a cat can get. You know? And like the only cat that cleans their own litter box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Follow us on social media at two bras underscore one bra on Instagram. It's so annoying having to listen to all of this every week.
Oh wait, I had to restart it. The royalty free music. Yeah, follow us at Two Bros One Bra on Instagram. Follow Savannah at Savannah underscore underscore Roberts on Instagram at Savannah J Roberts on Twitter. Follow Taylor at Taylor Keystone on Instagram and Twitter, and me on Instagram at MacBest One Hundred Eight and MacBest Three on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. See you next week. We did it. Deuces. Deuces.